Creative Sandbox Way Podcast, Episode 153. Hello, I am Melissa Dinwiddie, creativity instigator and author of The Creative Sandbox Way, here to explore and investigate anything and everything having to do with transformation through play and how creativity and play can help you live a more full-color life and be a better leader in all areas of life. This episode is sponsored by the 6th Annual Create and Incubate Retreat, which is happening September 12th through 16th 2018. Give space to your art for five days with me and walk away transformed. You might have a completely different sense of your identity of yourself as a creator. I don't know. You might. What I do know is that we will play and you will transform. And I also know that it's a small retreat. There are only 12 people total, including me. And we only have about three spots left, maybe two at this point, because almost everybody comes back every year. (laughs) And I made it a little bigger this year from last year. So grab a spot fast. Because there's either two or three spots left in total. Early bird pricing and installment plans are available. It's a really special five days. And you can see what past retreatants have to say about their experiences. Many of those past retreatants have been many times. And you can come join us at createandincubateretreat.com. That's create and incubate retreat.com. <laughs> that was really interesting timing. I don't know if you heard that little chime on my computer. I wanted to share with you something really interesting that's been happening in my life. Fully improvised share today. Usually I jot out notes, I type out notes, which end up becoming a the um, blog post for the episode. And I use those as my notes as I record the podcast. I have no notes today. So this is completely improvised. But I've been thinking about this a lot. Because months ago, I realized maybe (laughs) maybe a year or more ago, I realized that my right shoulder was really bugging me, really painful and stiff. Not all the time, but certain movements reaching if I'm was in the car and I had to reach behind in the in the back seat to get something, ooh, ooh, really painful. Lying on my side, I would wake up and my shoulder was just killing me, reaching over my head, reaching behind me. I used to be able to do, if you're familiar with yoga, I used to be able to do reverse namaste and get my 
hands up in this reverse prayer position really high. I couldn't do that to save my life anymore. And also yoga, if you're familiar with uh, that yoga push-ups where your elbows are tucked in close to your body, oh my God, excruciating, couldn't do it to save my life. So all of these things had kind of crept up on me and my shoulder at this point was so painful. Day-to-day stuff didn't bother me most most of the time, but certain movements were so, so painful that it, it was getting to the point where it was starting to really be a problem. So I finally <laughs> made an appointment to go to the doctor. I'd been trying to stretch it and do various things, and it just wasn't helping. And by the way, I go to a massage therapist, not one of these light some incense and light a candle and play soft music and relax massage therapist, but a samurai <laughs> massage therapist. It's very, very intense, but incredibly healing. She healed a torn hamstring the first time I started seeing her over a decade ago. And I've been going for years now, every other week. She's been working on it. And that was not solving the problem. And I went, I was wondering, you know, do I have arthritis? What's going on with my shoulder? So I finally went to see the doctor, because I thought maybe I have frozen shoulder, which my husband had a few years ago, and I suddenly connected the dots. <laughs> Isn't that funny how humans do that? Like, oh, gee, maybe that's what's going on. So I went to the doctor and the doctor said, no, it's not frozen shoulder. It's something else, tendonitis or something. So what you need is physical therapy. All right, fine. And I'm envisioning something that's not really going to help. And I was not, I did not have great expectations for this physical therapy, but I made an appointment and I went in to see the physical therapist and she she, you know, measured my range of motion and she manipulated my shoulder and, and, you know, she spent maybe a half an hour with me or something like that. And then she gave me some, just a few, like three very simple stretching movement things to do. Motion is lotion, as she said, motion is lotion. And I have been really religious about doing these stretches. Now she went on vacation. And I went, I went on a trip, and then she went on vacation. So the next time I got to see her was it was like five weeks, normally, it would be two to three, but it was five weeks. And I did those stretches every single day. And lo and behold, by the time I went in for my second appointment with her, my shoulder had made significant improvement. Now it is still nowhere close to (laughs) my other shoulder. But I can actually reach behind my back now. And I can reach into the backseat of the car. And it doesn't, it's not excruciating anymore. And I still can't do yoga push ups. That's still too painful to do. But there are so many things I can actually do I can actually do reverse namaste. And it's been about what, a month and a half or two months since I first saw her. So I've made huge progress. 
I'm really quite pleased. So, and and the last time I saw her, she gave me one, it should continue with the same stretching. And I, I'm kind of an overachiever. So I added some of my own stretches <laughs> to the stretches that she gave me. Motion is lotion. Now, motion is lotion reminds me of one of the things that I tell myself all the time, which is, you know, you can't think your way to creativity. You can't intellectualize your way to creativity. You've got to do something. It requires action. Now, the action does not have to be big action. In, it can be very, very small action. And I am the queen, as you already know, if, you, if you've been following me for any length of time, I'm the queen of small daily acts, tiny and daily. Think tiny and daily is guidepost number four from the Creative Sandbox way. And that's what these stretches and exercises I have a TheraBand exercise. It is 10 reps. It is not some huge thing. It takes me all of two minutes to do every day in addition to these stretches that I do. Two minutes. That's tiny, right? So small daily acts, small daily acts. Now, why am I telling you about this shoulder rehab? Because that is such a parallel to everything else that I personally am trying to accomplish in my life and probably what you are trying to accomplish in your life as well. So case in point, I am a woman obsessed at the moment with learning graphic facilitation I have this consultancy, Creative Sandbox Solutions. We help organizations future-proof their people and their plans through the strategic use of play. And I use tools. We use tools like Lego Serious Play and Applied Improvisation and photo cards and games to help organizations build stronger, more engaged teams with team building workshops and storytelling and communications workshops and other kinds of workshops and trainings and out imagine the competition with innovation sessions and prepare for the unexpected with uh, sessions where we stress test their strategy and strategic plans and things like that. So I have this consultancy and I have been wanting to bring more visuals into my workshops. And super exciting to me since I have a background as a calligrapher and as an artist, although not as a representational, like photographically realistic, like, you know, drawing and painting kind of artist. I'm an abstract artist and a calligrapher. But I'm now just over the moon excited about learning this new skill of essentially graphic recording, but combined with facilitation. So graphic facilitation, visual notes, 
bringing visual notes into my facilitation. So like dispensing with the PowerPoints, getting rid of the PowerPoints and using markers and papers and hand drawing and lettering to make super engaging visuals to to communicate ideas, essentially. You can see what I'm talking about if you go to my Instagram feed. That's probably the easiest place to see what I'm talking about where where it shows it all in one place. Instagram.com slash a underscore creative underscore life. All that stuff is also over on my blog. But it's probably easiest to see it on Instagram. Anyway, how is this parallel to my shoulder? (laughs) Well, right now, the graphic facilitation is this huge learning curve. It feels kind of like climbing Mount Everest. (laughs) There's so many, so many different things to master and juggle at the same time. So if I just look at the the graphic recording piece, let alone the facilitation, like let's leave that aside for a moment and just look at the graphic recording piece, there's... (laughs) There's let's let's take the the calligraphy part, the the lettering part. Now, yes, I'm a calligrapher, but the calligraphy that I feel confident in <laughs> was done very small and very slowly, sitting at a desk primarily. Now, I'm being called upon to write quite large and very quickly. And my lettering degrades the second I have to write fast. So that's a skill that I'm working on. (laughs) And then there is the communicating ideas in visual, in graphics, in pictures, basically. Drawing, not drawing like you know, photographic realism, that's of no use whatsoever because who has, you don't have time for that. <laughs> but learning how to draw ideas, make a picture of a thing quickly in a, in a way that other people will recognize it as a thing, as a concept. I'm having to learn all this and to control the pen so that it, you know, it comes across and it looks pleasing to me at the same time. It's just like, I feel like I'm juggling five balls and I don't even know how to juggle. So So those are some skills that I'm trying to juggle. And then there's the putting it all together so that I feel pleased with the layout which is another skill uh, layered on top of all of this. It just feels like I'm climbing Mount Everest. It feels crazy hard. Now, I'm getting tons of wonderful and super encouraging, super positive feedback from people who are looking at my pictures on Instagram and over on Facebook and loving them, which is so great and so validating. And oh my God, 
do I love that? And do I need that? And (laughs) I know what I'm aiming for. And what I'm aiming for is feels very far away. So how this relates to my shoulder is that I'm seeing in both cases, I'm able to see progress, which is so important. And the target is still far away. And what's important in both cases, both instances, is that I'm putting in the work, the small daily acts. With the shoulder, it's doing those little exercises every day. Motion is lotion. Every day, motion is lotion. And with the graphic facilitation, it's doing the exercises every single day. So whether I have time to actually do a full-on, what I'm referring to as a flip chart sketch note, where I'm listening to an entire podcast and taking visual notes of that episode of the podcast, which can take, you know, an hour or more, whether I'm actually doing that or whether I'm working on practicing my flip chart handwriting or I'm practicing some icons or something else, that I'm doing something. Or maybe it's just a sketch note in a sketchbook, but I'm still practicing some of the same tools, the same, you know, flexing the same uh, metaphorical muscles or physical muscles, you know, using my hands to hold pens and move them on the paper, right? I'm putting in the time and I'm taking action, right? In both cases. And although I don't necessarily see the or feel the improvement on a day to day basis, I can't measure my shoulders improvement, you know, from Tuesday to Wednesday necessarily. From, you know, one Monday to the next Monday, I might be able to detect improvement. And certainly from one appointment with my physical therapist to the next appointment with my physical therapist, I can tell. There's a notable difference. And so I keep telling myself with regards to this graphic facilitation thing that I am working on gaining some level of mastery in that feels still feels like really beyond, you know, like what I'm aiming for is so far out of reach. I just keep telling myself, you know, today is March 20th, 2018. When it's March 20th, 2019, you're probably going to be in a very different place if you just keep taking small daily actions. If you keep putting in the time every day, motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. So that's what I wanted to share today. (laughs) Just think about my shoulder and physical therapy. (laughs) If there's something that you want to master, but maybe you're thinking to yourself, 
it's too late. I'm never going to get good at that. Or, you know, those stories that we tell ourselves or that your gremlins say. (laughs) Just start and put in a little bit of time every day. And if you skip a day, who cares? Just give give yourself a fresh start the next day. Don't double up because that's a form of beating yourself up. Then it's not, you know, there's not a fun little tiny and daily that you're doing the next day. Then it's starting to become a ball and chain. That's a, that's a way of beating yourself up. Just let yourself take a fresh start and start again tomorrow. Little tiny bit every day. You may not notice improvement from one day to the next day, but you will notice a change over the span of a few weeks or a few months. So. I hope that makes a difference for you. And that brings me to something else which made a difference for me in the kind of in the small daily acts, tiny and daily category as well, although it actually made a rather fast difference for me, and that is shea butter. So (laughs) this is my something cool. This is phenomenally cool because I was really, really suffering from painfully dry skin just on my face. Like so bizarre. I have no, I've never had dry skin on my face my whole life. And then suddenly like the past started getting really dry the past, I don't know, maybe a couple of years or something. And the past few months, it just started like desiccating. (laughs) It was just really, really weird. And I was going crazy. And I went to Whistler for my Lego series play advanced training. And I came home and I mean, it was like itching. It was so dry. It was itching. It felt like sandpaper. It was starting to like, I mean, it would I guess it was just like flaking. It was sandpapery. It was itching. It was painful. My skin was painful. It was awful. So I was, I bought a new tube of um, this uh, Eucerin, you know, lotion because I was out running out of this super old tube that I had. And it just, that wasn't helping. It seemed to be getting worse. So finally I got desperate and I started putting on, um, hydrocortisone all over my face. I was that desperate. And that seemed to help a little bit. And then for some other purpose, my husband brought this huge tub of pure shea butter, S-H-E-A, from Whole Foods. And out of desperation, I started putting that on my face. And lo and behold, it is like a miracle. That it it you know what it reminded me of? It's like when when you've had a, a a car and the factory wax job has kind of gone away and it's the paint is not beading. I mean, the the rain water is not beading up on the car anymore. And you take it in and you get it washed and you get it waxed. 
and the paint starts to bead up again, that's what my skin is like. It's like a wax job for your face. It, my skin is soft and it feels supple again. It's not like I don't have this horrible dry, dry patches anymore. Even the spot, there was a spot on right on, like right below the bony part of the bridge of my nose that was just super, super resistant and was still a little bit sandpapery. Even that spot has gotten soft again. And I I am like a total believer. So now I did a little bit of searching around online and some places said, um, you shouldn't use it on your face. But then all sorts of other places said that actually it's non-comedogenic. It does not clog your pores. All I can say is it has changed my life. So shea butter, that's my something cool this week. So... Your results may vary, but I'm in love with Shea Butter. <laughs> so that's it. That's a wrap for this week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're getting value out of this podcast, share it with a friend. And I would be super appreciative if you would take a moment to hop on over to iTunes or the Apple Podcast Player and leave a rating and a review. We love those five-star reviews, but of course, be honest. If you need assistance, you don't know how to leave a review, don't worry. I have step-by-step instructions over at creativesandboxway.com slash iTunes hyphen review. That's creativesandboxway.com slash iTunes dash review. And if you email me to let me know you left a review and let me know how the podcast has made a difference in your own life... That is how you apply to be considered for the listener spotlight. Sometimes I feature listeners on the show, and that's how you apply. And if I pick you, we'll have a really fun, really relaxed conversation, and that's how you will get featured on the podcast. How cool is that? Here is what Map the Mind wrote. She wrote, creates a play space. This podcast has stretched my own thinking about creativity and being an artist, with lowercase a, or an artist with a capital A. I love the diversity of interviews and perspectives. Lots of growth and learning to be had here. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Map the Mind. I really appreciate the review. That's it. Until next time, thanks again for joining me and go get creating. Subscribe at creative sandboxway.com slash podcast.